0: Hello and welcome to World Travel Essential, produced by Allmont Global in partnership with Forbes Travel Guide and Sharecare. Well, before starting today's show, just an explanation of that partnership. In today's environment, the traveler's health is top of mind. But every hotel brand has its own protocols and different local requirements. Well, it seemed impossible to sort through it all to know which hotels could be trusted, But Share Care Verified with Forbes Travel Guide is fast becoming the brand agnostic global standard that people can rely on. More than 360 expert validated health and safety standards cover all the bases. And as listeners of the World Travel Essential podcast, your hotel can benefit from a unique offer if you subscribe before the end of April. 12 months for the price of 11. Click on the link on the podcast logo to enroll. Make sure your hotel is share care verified with Forbes Travel Guide, enabling booking with confidence. Well, this week, I'd like to take you to the jungles of Borneo. In fact, Sarawak was the last place I visited before the COVID lockdown last year coming back after having been there a couple of years before what made me think about sarawak again this week is that i just read that the upcoming hollywood film based on sarawak's first Raja, brooke sir james brooke has been retitled edge of the world and it's still on course for a june 2021 release now This film is going to change the image of Sarawak and change the image of that part of the world. The movie stars Irish actor Jonathan Rice Mayers from the Tudors in the lead role alongside Hong Kong actress Josie Ho from Dream Home as Madame Lim, Brooke's former lover. The film was entirely shot on location in the jungles, rivers, beaches, national parks and the authentic longhouses and historic towns of Sarawak. It was made with the support of Sarawak Tourism Board and the Film in Malaysia Incentives Rebate on qualifying Malaysian production expenditure. Well, people who don't know Sarawak won't know the story of the White Rajah, the story of Brooke. He was a former British soldier who travelled to Borneo in 1839, where he helped the Sultan of Brunei put down a pirate rebellion, and then he was bequeathed the land of Sarawak as his own private kingdom, becoming the White Rajah. Definitely look out for this film coming up in a month or so. Well, having seen that the film's coming out, I wanted to find out how the sentiment is at the moment in Sarawak. So I decided to call one of the top inbound tour operators there, Gary Speldevinder, who specializes in individualized tours into the bush. Gary's on the line. Gary, first, before we go into talking about Sarawak and this soon to be seen film, tell me a little bit more about your company.
1: Our organisation is the Eagle Green Holidays, and we actually specialize in uh, more personal type of tours. Uh our clients are all international clients, uh, those who are actually more interested in more personalized tours to uh, places of culture, nature, and more of the interior of Sarawak. Like uh, for the mainland of Malaysia, that's you know mainly for the. Uh, a different uh, kind of tourists, but those who are interested in more of the culture of the people and all that, they will take a trip to Sarawak because it's entirely different being on the island of Borneo, away from the mainland of uh, peninsula, Malaysia. Uh, there's actually a lot to see over here.
0: The world has been changing with COVID and the type of uh, travel that people are looking forward to in the future is changing as well. And I think this actually augurs quite well for Sarawak because of the type of tourism that that you're doing, the type of things that you're doing.
1: Exactly. We've uh, had a lot of requests from tourists who can't wait to travel again. And they're looking for places that's, you know, really out of the normal tourist map. And they're looking for more like personalized tours instead of, uh, you know, huge groups. Uh, they're more interested in like personalized travel, smaller groups, um, where a lot of uh, health issues are, you know, uh, firsthand, yeah, taken care of. So also the tours that we do, uh, we personalize in, is uh, mainly in the interior. So in the interior, there are actually no cases of COVID so anyway. It's only in the major towns. Uh, throughout the uh, state of Sarawak, you do find a small number of cases.
0: As you were saying, you, you specialize in tours in the interior, and the new luxury today is actually, it's not the glitz and glamour. It's not, it's not the candelabras and, and the people wearing penguin suits. It's, peop- it's actually people getting out and having genuine experiences. And I think Sarawak is the place where you can do that probably as much or more than anywhere. Would you say that's true?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, that is what we actually try to uh, promote to our tourists, uh, to see Sarawak the way it actually is and not something that's made up. Yeah, Not somebody in a, like what you said, like in a penguin suit, you know, hopping around, but to see them uh, the way they actually are, the way they really
0: are. What would you say are the main assets of Sarawak? I mean, as you know, I've been there um, a couple of times and I love the place personally, so I, I, I can probably um, sing the, the, the uh, advantages of Sarawak. What would you say are the main advantages of Sarawak?
1: Basically, I would uh, mention the people. We have uh, vast different tribes of people living in Sarawak living in harmony and uh, it's very interesting to learn about the culture and the traditions of these different tribes living in the interior also Kuching, which is the capital of uh, sarawak the state of sarawak um we have a lot of leftover from the colonial days yeah it's a very interesting city to spend two three days in there's still a lot of uh Uh, all colonial buildings and a lot of history that's left behind from the uh, Brook era.
0: Now talking about the Brook era and the the White Rajas, this is something that not everybody around the world probably knows. This is very, very particular. It's not the same sort of colonial or colonialization that happened in other parts of the world at all. This is very, very different. It
1: was very different uh, during uh, the Brook era because uh, the Brooks, uh, James, Charles, and Viner Brooks, they ruled Sarawak, and their love for the people made, ev- the, made everything different. Uh, unlike uh, like Britain, who colonized you know, like India, right? We all have heard of what happened, and also other countries that Britain used to uh, colonize in the olden days, uh, where a lot of um, wealth from the countries were taken by Britain, was very different with Sarawak because the Brooks, they loved the people and the people were also very fond of the Brook family and um, what I can say is the Brooks actually did more for the people than they did for, uh, more than they did for themselves.
0: The favourite places around Sarawak, uh, what, what are some of the, the favourite places that people go to that are out of the way and where they can see different lifestyles and different things. I mean, where where are some of your favorite places out of the way?
1: Well, uh, actually not far from Kuching. There are numerous uh, areas where uh, tourists can visit and uh, the numerous tribes too living very close by. There's also like uh, wildlife and nature parks that, you know, tourists can visit, which is only maybe about 40 minutes to an hour's drive from the capital city of Kuching. Then uh, other places would be, we fly down to Miri that's closer to uh, the Kingdom of Brunei. Uh, Most of the interior there is not really been exposed to tourists yet. So there are a lot of places that we conduct our tours to and you'll find that the people are not, uh, they have not changed, you know, um, they have not been commercialized. If I may say, some of the uh, tours that we do into the interior, of course, you've got to like travel from Kuching to fly down to Miri and maybe take a smaller aircraft into the interior where the people do not receive, uh, you know, truckloads of um, tourists because uh, in order to get there, the flights have limited seats because of the small aircrafts. And also to reach certain destinations, you have to actually travel by Uh, by road um, which is not paved most of them are just uh, muddy roads so you have to go by four-wheel drive so the number of vehicles also is quite limited and this is in a way good because uh, you don't uh, exploit the areas yeah there are smaller numbers of people going in and uh, this is what makes the tour very interesting because the people they get very interested in the tourists visiting them. And most times you will feel like um, the, pe- the local people would, uh, they're more interested in the people visiting them than the visitors themselves.
0: <laughs> it, it's true that actually, and, and it's something that I felt when, I, when, I, when you see the people in the long houses and they welcome you, mm-hmm. it's not being yeah. on an act for the tourists. It's because they really actually are happy to see you. And it's, it's part
1: exactly. of the mission. It's, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you, you have experienced it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, we have a lot of areas like that where people are not, you know, uh, they do not receive tourists every day. So it's not a day in, day in, day in and day out thing for them. So, yeah, they're very interested in receiving people and finding out more about foreigners and, you know, things like that, too. Uh, well,
0: we have a, a quite a few listeners in America, actually, to, to mm-hmm. this uh, podcast, and yeah. Um, I think that's a, it's quite interesting as well because Americans still have, uh, have not really discovered Sarawak at all. It's more, there's a lot of Europeans going there, Australians, Singaporeans. Um, I think for, for, for Americans, it's, it's really uh, very much still to be discovered, and, and even the, the capital, Kuching.
1: That's true. Uh, that's true, Richard. Um, most of the Americans we have, or most of the Americans who have visited uh, Kuching, or Sarawak, they arrive by cruise ships, so they have also limited time where they come in very early in the morning, and they depart uh, by late evening, so most of the places that they visit are only uh, around Kuching area, very, very close by, so they don't really get to see the whole of the state of Sarawak
0: exactly well I, I personally would recommend sarawak to to anybody um looking for soft adventure um real interaction with with real people and real genuine uh hospitality something that you don't find everywhere and i think uh, sarawak is very very special in that way thanks gary gary spelled Vinder, based in kuching in sarawak Well, now time to cross over to our luxury guru, Mary Gostello who's taking us for a tour of one of her favorite hotels in Old Blighty in London town.
2: This is Mary Gostolo, reporting on the Corinthia Hotel London on the northern side, exactly on the embankment of the River Thames in central London. It's a seven-floor wedge-shaped building with a point rather like a bit of cheese. It opened in 1885 and it sprung to fame the following year as starting point for the annual London to Brighton motor car rally. During World War Two and through to 2006, it was part of the UK's Ministry of Defence, but later it was sold on by the Crown Estate to the Corinthia Group's financiers. And now it is the most splendidly elegant and fun 294 key hotel. The smallest room is 450 square feet and it's got 45 glorious suites. Think tall ceilings, lots of columns, lots of marble, but also lots of 21st century original art pieces. Say, in the main lobby, um, a sunburst of over a thousand baccarat uh, crystal shapes suspended from the ceiling. They're all of them clear crystal, apart from one that is scarlet. Yes, this is lots of fun. Art is very essential to this hotel, by the way. It's very often having pop-up exhibitions. It has an artist's in residence program. And it's also got, at the moment, a futurologist you can talk to. I love so many things here. Ongoing is a working flower shop that leads you from the lobby to the Northall restaurant, then there are special events. I once took part in an interactive play. I was one of the waiters, in fact, And somebody else, another participant, was 15 minutes ahead of me and another one was 15 minutes behind me. After I'd helped serve dinner, I then somehow found myself in what looked like a World War II electronics studio, helping them, trying to unravel a code. In fact, it was a hotel laundry closet. I love dining at this hotel in the eponymous Tom Carriage restaurant, which is very English, very lovely. Talking of Englishness, if you go to the bar, one of their gins is Sipsmith, which is produced by a descendant of Sir Stamford Raffles of Singapore fame. I would probably choose to overnight in the two bedroomed, 4,500 square foot Lady Emma Hamilton suite. It's so called because you look out eye to eye, as it were, with Admiral Nelson on the top of the famous Nelson column. And by the way, your private terrace has a plunge pool facing Lord Nelson. Inside you have an inbuilt scent machine, you have beautiful design around you and you have a nail polish driver. But don't spend too much time in your suite, you can take a boat trip on the Thames but you must find time for the incredible Corinthia Spa over four floors with a significant indoor pool, lots of vitality stations, and a memorable 160-square-foot glass-sided sauna. The gym, which is 24-7 life fitness, has private workout areas and do book a facial using Dr. Barbara Sturm products. Yes, this is a very special hotel, and part of the reason that I love the Corinthia London so much is that it has an extremely stylish general manager, Thomas Cock. Please enjoy it.
0: Thanks, Mary. Well, that just about wraps it up for this week's edition of World Travel Essential, and a reminder that we are brought to you in partnership with with Forbes Travel Guide and Sharecare. Click on the link and find out more. I'm Richard Barnes saying thanks for joining us this week. I look forward to catching you same time again next week.